Welcome to the Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson podcast, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and beyond the veil. Stacy found her true calling after surviving a life-altering illness and near-death experience. She has since become the founder of Happy Healthy Healing Reiki and the Manifesting Virgin Academy. She assists women in taking their power back by helping them release their own trauma and heartaches. She teaches women to connect with their divine source for the first time and to start living a life beyond their wildest dreams. And now your host, Daniel Jackson, with part one of But Did You Die? Hello and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, I'm your host, Daniel Jackson. And today we have on our show, Stacy Pietrohita. And Stacy has had what we call a near-death experience. Stacy, how are you doing? I am good, and I'm really proud of you. You actually did not screw up the name like everyone else does. Yeah, congratulations. Well, yeah. yeah, well, you just told it to me two seconds ago, so it uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I know what you mean because I'm old, and my mind sucks as far as my uh, short-term memory. And, hey, mine's uh, terrible. Yeah, mine is terrible too, but. Uh, uh, that has a lot to do with our, our clearing out and our awakening uh, oh, and because God. we need to be focused on the things that are important and uh, not on the things that are not important. But uh, so you so the reason I had you on the show is because I reached out to people looking for people to come on the show. And you uh, you contacted me and you said you have a you have had what we call a near death experience. You had an experience that happened to you and uh, and. And I was very interested. I said, yeah, we need, we need to talk about this. So so explain to me, explain to my audience exactly what happened. So I like to start last year in January because my, my one-year anniversary is coming up on April 24th. Um, so I like to start last January. I was feeling great. Um, I was up for a really huge promotion at work. I've been a nurse for 27 years. Um wow. Yeah, I was up for a huge leadership position and I was really stoked about it. But I asked God, hey, I'm not sure. Is this where I'm supposed to go? <laughs> honestly, you know what I learned? Be careful what you wish for. Lord, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so anyway, well, so if, if you told him that. As, as we, we've talked about, you're, you're awakening, you're awakening, you're, you're waking up to what's going on and what's around. the world. If you asked him for that, then he knows. Hey, you know what? I think it's time. She's ready. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I was starting to feel pretty bad again. And I do have a history of autoimmune issues, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, you know, a bunch of other crap that they throw at, threw at me, fibromyalgia. So I was put on a medication for rheumatoid arthritis. And this was last January. And my intuition said, don't take it. I had the warning, but I had not yet become one with, you know, my spirit. Sure. And and my divine wisdom, my my inner truth. So I was like, I took it. I started taking it. And my husband and I were very active. Let's fast forward to almost a year ago in March. We went hiking one weekend for five miles. I'm feeling great. We we hike in camp all the time. So I was feeling that sounds good. like exercise or something. I know I hate exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Is hugging a tree exercise? Because I do that a lot. Oh uh, so tree falls on you. So <laughs> hey, that's why. All right. So anyway, 
So I started developing some physical symptoms and I'm talking about out of the blue physical symptoms. Like I would walk five feet and I would get chest pain and shortness of breath. And from someone who's very, very healthy, except for my autoimmune issues, I was experiencing like asthmatic symptoms and I've never had an allergic reaction to like pollen. Like I don't, I don't have seasonal allergies. So I was like, what is going on with my body? My body was really rebelling. Um, So I went to the hospital for four days. They found nothing wrong with me. And I was discharged with a new medication. How was the food? Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. Hospital food. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that, that truly is. I'm not so even anyway. watching that one. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, I was released and something again, my intuition said to me, they're going to kill you. You need to see a functional medicine doctor. So by the love of God and divine intervention, and this was before I really connected I was able to see a functional medicine doctor after my second hospitalization. And this was a year ago. He took one look at me and said, you're being poisoned. Now understand by the time I went to see him, I was declining every day to the point where I needed 24 seven care. And I'm a nurse for 27 years. I know when my body is shutting down. Being a nurse, you understand all that stuff. And then you, and now you being the nurse has to become the patient and I'm sure that wasn't easy for you to do. Oh, we're horrible. Nurses are the worst patients. I know. My wife My wife is a retired nurse as well. I love that. God bless her. Anyone who's a nurse, anyone that survived what we've had, forget the near-death experience. Let's talk about nursing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, a, that's a whole other podcast too. That's, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. I'm telling you. But anyway, so, uh, so yeah, I had to not only become my own healer, advocate, and hero because I was getting no help from the hospital. Thank God, God led me to this doctor in Raleigh who said, you're being poisoned. And I'm like, come again. I'm not understanding this. And this was the first time that literally I got the two by four on the head. You know, God is like, all right, I'm now we're going to have a smackdown because you're not listening. Yeah. Like that's, (laughs) did I get a serious smackdown? Smackdown. So anyway, I did exactly what the doctor told me. And I was at the point of requiring 24 seven care. I could not speak. I could not talk on the phone. I could not really get out of bed because every time I got out of bed, uh, my blood pressure would shoot up to a dangerous levels. So I was bedridden. And on the night of November, November, the night of April 24th is the night of my near death experience. Um, I was at the point where I knew Something inside of me, and it had to be God, I knew it was God, said, you're going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Please do not worry. Okay. And I didn't. I was not sad. I was the happiest bedridden person ready to die you would hear. Seriously. Seriously. It's all, I mean, I th- I say this. Did you get uh, uh, bed sores on your bum? No, because I know how to shift every two hours. Hello. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I, what to do. I, I just got over the uh, the flu uh, not too long oh, ago. I was in, I was bedridden for three and a half weeks, and I got a few uh, uh, bed sores on my bum. But uh, but uh, I just because I just could not couldn't move. Uh, I well, this was I, number three. Yeah, this was bedridden number three. This is not my first rodeo with <laughs> yeah, not your first bedridden. Awesome. Oh, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I, again, I've got God on speed dial now, yeah. you know, so I know, 
I know how to heal. I know my body and I know what to do to self-heal myself. And that's what it came down to. So, so the 24th, I had, I had a talk with my daughter and she was in Richmond and I knew she had to come see me because I, you know, of of course I'm going to say, yes, God, I know I'll be okay, but no, I was scared shitless. I'm not going to lie. Because you got the, you got that uh, fight or flight in you. You, We have that in us and we, we don't want to just, you know, relinquish our lives over to uh, to something else. We want to be here. We have family and, and friends that we want to be around and a life we want to try to uh, stay in contact with. Uh, but uh, and immediately, I mean, you're going to start thinking about the ones who love you. Hey, you know what? I think I'm checking out. You might want to come and see me, you know. But you want to hear something funny? And I'm looking back now because I grow every day. I become more spiritual and more in tune every day. Oh, so I, say you grow every day. How tall are you? I'm still only five three because short girls are really cute. Ah, uh, yeah, they are. They're fun. They're they're fun to play with. They're they're fun size. You know, you pick them up on your knee and you pretend you're doing a ventriloquist and act. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So my first husband was the same size, so it wasn't fun. Oh, oh well, you know. My yeah. new husband is almost six feet. So, oh, yeah, there you go. that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that that's is fun. fun right? <laughs> All right. So Isn't anyway, right? back to the back, back to the NDA. So the blood curdling, curdling screams is the last thing I heard from my daughter. And I fell asleep and I made it. I said, I said to God, if it's your will, fine, but no. I'm not happy about it. No. And I no. went to sleep. And then at three o'clock in the morning, I woke up. And at first I didn't believe it. And it took a couple of weeks for me to realize what happened because I have severe short-term memory issues. But when I, when it comes to my spirituality, I talk about it like it happened yesterday. Yeah. But I can't remember what I had to eat for lunch and what I said two seconds ago. So it's amazing how this is working. Well, you, you feel as though it was just yesterday because in that, in that place where you are at, there's no time and space. So that's why it's that's always why. it's right there with you all in the, the quantum. Time. That's why when we have like what we would call traumatic events, they're always right there. You have them right there. And this yeah. was not something that was traumatic, but this was this was meant to be brought to you, meant to be with you. So you remember the whole experience, that kind of energy coming at you. Yeah, it's always right there. Oh yeah. And it it wasn't traumatic. My Kundalini awakening was traumatic. That was my Kundalini got stuck. And I don't know if you know much about Kundalini, but it's more of the yoga for awareness. So if you want to connect with an inner wisdom, that's the yoga you want to do. And I'm not a yogi. I don't do yoga, but I do hug trees and I got lost in nature to find God. So I'm all about nature. I, I absolutely love Yogi Bear. There you go. You got to love Yogi and Boo Boo. That's you gotta right. love Yogi and yeah, boo-boo, yeah, you know? yeah. Your husband's Yogi, you're boo boo because you're so little. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and we've uh, been called much worse. Yeah, I actually well, like so have I, but eh, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, so I wake up three o'clock in the morning, and the it's so hard to describe the magnitude of love that I felt, but I remember seeing the light, the white. The white light and the colored light. But let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you actually think, because I know you feel it. Yeah. Because of what I know, 
when you pass away, you will rise up out of your body. You'll look down, you'll see your body go, ah, I don't need that anymore. You take a step to the left, you look over, you see that light turn on, and that's where you go. And yes. at that moment, uh, you rise up out of your body. You still feel like you are you. So when you said you woke up at three o'clock in the morning, do you think it was your body was waking up? Or was it actually because you were feel you were a little bit separated from your body and you were your soul and it was you that was waking up, that waking up? Oh, well, I definitely know my ego died that night and it's been a year since. So that was the night my ego died. But I felt the only thing I love how you describe that because it's really, truly beautiful how you described it, because honestly, that's, you know, that's the way it happened. But the only way I could say is. Did you feel any pain? Did you feel sick? Did you? Oh, God, no. That, that's why I'm saying it. I felt like I was flying. And now when I access that state, right. you know, it's an altered state. When I right. get into that state, I feel like I'm levitating and I do that consciously right. aware. But back then with the first time it happened, I was like, I am tripping balls. I don't know what the hell just happened. You were you were separated from your body. That's what you were. Tell me more. I'm intrigued now because I've never heard this. I love because I, I, <laughs> I love this. I'm fascinated because that's what happens when you're having this experience you're not really connected to your body. So that's why you're having where the, because, because you to have that experience cannot be connected to this in order to have that experience. You have to be separated from it. You are still tethered to your body. And the only other time that you ever feel this, but we are not really completely aware of is when you're dreaming, because when you're dreaming, you're actually, that's when your soul actually rises up out of your body, it's still tethered to your body because it's connected to always go back if you're supposed to go back. And that's why when you have a dream, we have other spirit or souls that come in and talk to us in our dreams, like people who have passed away. That's why I tell people all the time, if you ever, if you ever have a dream and somebody's in it and you, and you know they're passed away and you want to actually see that person again, there's only one way to do it wake yourself up if you wake yourself up that sure. person who is connecting with you every time they are connecting with you the only way they can connect to you and your soul at that moment is because they're standing right next to you so if your mom and dad have passed away and they're in your dream and you want to see them and they're and you're talking to them and if you want to physically see them again you will physically see them again if you wake yourself up because spirit who cross over into the light when they come back to visit someone or they're talking to them in their dreams and stuff like that, when you see them here, they look almost exactly like us. They're just a little bit transparent, just a little tiny bit. The ones who haven't crossed over, who are here, who are earthbound spirit, they're, they're very transparent. But once you have crossed over, the reason why they are, are looking a little bit transparent is because they're in a higher energy place. So they're full of energy, which fills them up with energy. And that's why they look that. But Yes, in order for you to have this experience, you have to have been separated from your body, tethered because you came back in. Uh, but uh, but to get that kind of information and to be where you were, you had to be out of your body. And that's why you didn't feel sick. That's why you just felt like you. Because when you separate from your body and leave and go home, you will still feel like you. So I do this consciously aware, though. How do you explain that? Because what do you think you are? Because your well, memories, now in my soul. You, now right, in my soul. Yeah, absolutely. Your memories are not your brain. Your brain makes the little parts work. 
everything that you know and everything you talk about, the person who I'm actually talking to is your soul. That's who yeah, I'm I've reprogrammed. Yeah, I've, re- yeah, I've done the work. I, I reprogrammed. The only thing I'm looking at is the soul's vessel. In order for yeah. that soul to be here, it's in this body. Without that soul having to be here, this body would not be here. God, I love how you explain everything. Well, you know, I talk to archangels every day. I know. So do all I, this. but I not know. like this. We joke. Yes, but uh, but some of us are. Um, I'll have to explain it to you after the program. When I when I do, you're you're gonna your jaw's gonna drop, and uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I I can't do it here. Yeah. Because if I do it here, there. So I have things that I'm able to do that I know about, things that I know about, lots of things that I know about that I can't say on the air. Because if I do, they will come and pick me up. They'll take me away and you'll never hear from me again. Oh, see, I'm all, I'm saying all that shit and I don't I don't care. People in my in my group, they know because I'm the one that does the meditations. I'm the one that connects other people with their own a God of their own understanding. So I teach this shit. Oh, I teach it, too. But there's something about me uh, as, more- far as, as far as being this soul and being this mm. uh, a medium that absolutely. I see what no, you're saying. Absolutely. No one else has and no one else can claim it because. They've never think of this because it's not a thought. It's just happening. And it's happened. It's calling. It, well, it's different. It's happened um, a couple of times in front of a bunch of people. They all witnessed it and they all heard it at the same time, too. And they almost got um, what I would say afraid of it. But there's a reason for all that. But uh, but I'm OK with it because I talk to them every day. I don't just talk to them. I see them physically in front of me around me all the time uh i've seen uh the big j uh you know jc uh and i see i have seen big god twice so uh and i talk to him and he talks to me and everything's okay but i see archangels every day oh i do too they they never go away uh so i see them um but i see them in their true selves uh they don't look like men from what they show what they show me is the true self because I have to be able to be okay with it because what people see or if they were to see what they actually look like, people would run away because they would be scared because they would look at them and think they are what we consider monsters. But it's not they're not monsters. It's just this is what they look like where they come from. They've just evolved to no longer needing a body. Archangels, uh, they have been here for billions of years, way before uh, religion, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And there's also a hierarchy as well uh, that people don't understand. Uh, You have God, archangels, what archangels call lesser angels, and they just call them lesser angels because they have less responsibility. And then you have spirit guide, then you have spirit, then you have us, and then you have lower negative energy spirit they're not always negative people they just chose not to go into the light and they remain here as an earthbound spirit because they know as you're going to know stacy when you wake up out of your body and you come up you're going to come up and you're going to have all the perfect memories of your lifetime here perfect memories your short short term memory is just now called memory now and you'll get all those memories back plus you're going to get all the memories 
from every one of your other lifetimes that you've been here. And when you realize at that point that you've been here a, a shitload of times, you're going to know there's a possibility you might have to come back again. And a lot of them know that. So instead of coming back again, or the chance of them coming back again because they didn't fulfill their purpose, they remain here. And that's why you have so many. So as many people that cross over into the light, there's that many people that don't. And there are gazillions of them. But a lot of the ones that are here too as well are, are lost ones too, like dogs and cats and horses and cows. Because I see all that. They talk to me. It comes through as English. And when they talk to me, and and a lot of them are just lost because they didn't know they passed away. I see cows walking around grazing like they're like they think they're about to eat something, even though they can't eat. Uh, but uh, yeah, and and there's a lot of misconceptions in this thing. You'll find you'll find out too. But uh, yeah, go on with your story, buddy. I don't remember because I feel like I'm going to be put in the corner because I was a naughty person. No, you're not a naughty person. You are. I. You're not a naughty person. You. You had this moment because what the first time that I saw uh, Dad is when I had the flu and thought that I was also going to die. Yeah. And he yeah. came to me and, and talked to me. But I was, but I was awake. I was, I was in my body still. I didn't do the out like you did. So that's why you need to tell that. Yeah. Well, here, the other thing is I, okay. So with my healing, I believe laughter is the best medicine. I do a lot of self-deprecating humor. Hell yeah. (laughs) I mean, if I can make mental illness look fun. I mean, it's my own story. I'm the only one that can tell it. Yeah. You know, yeah. no one else is going to take this joy from me because I love I love telling my story. But my story is more trauma centered and more yeah. fantasy land and releasing your inner child healing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, my journey, went, I guess, and God knew um, I'm, I'm reliving my childhood. So my journey with the other realms is magical. Well, but I have, the, you I have the magic all day, though. Like, I have the magic all day long. Maybe that's because you never got past five foot three. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stay fun size. I'm going to stay fun size. <laughs> yeah. How are your friends over there at the Yellow Brick Road doing the flying monkeys? That's awesome. I love <laughs> I love my flying monkeys. Yeah, me too. Really <laughs> but anyway, so, you know, so my journey, so that night, um, every puzzle piece, everything I've ever gone through in my life, all the pieces were put together. Yep. And that's the reason. And I, I, I wasn't understanding because on March 26th, the day before I went into the hospital last year, which is coming up, I was a light worker. I posted on Facebook. I'm, I'm already changing the world with my laughter, my gratitude, my positivity. I build communities with this. You're, and so cool I was background. already. And your cool what? background. It is. It's all about the chakras. It's all about the chakras. I'm telling you. So I was already heading down this gratitude path in this other realm. You know, but this my awakening has started four years ago. So I've been I've been working on myself every day. So my awakening is so different. And that's what's unique about mine. And I love the different perspectives because your story is I mean, I'm like fascinated but to be honest with you, three months ago, I would have been like, what? I would have been like, but now 
that the higher I get, the more I'm, I'm able to look at other people's perspective because I'm like, look, I want to stay in fantasy land. Leave me to hell alone with that bullshit. Yeah, sure. You know, I want to stay being a little child because I didn't have a childhood. And that's where my trauma comes into play. Oh, baby, poor. And I'm like, no, I'm brave enough to give myself the love I never received. Sure. So I'm reliving my childhood. So for me, when it comes to my journey and my near-death experience, it's magical. God showed me exactly who I'm supposed to be. He took all the pain away, all the shame away, so I could continue to heal. And it had to happen that way, Daniel, because after my my near-death experience, I ended up having a batshit crazy kundalini gone wrong awakening last third last Thanksgiving. So I literally had a breakdown. And just like you, if I would have been in the hospital, I would have been like, bitches, it's called awakening. Get the fuck away from me with your nasty ass meds. Yeah. Don't you dare label me. But because of my history, because of my years as a nurse, because of my near death experience, I'm able to stand on my own and say, don't you fucking dare call me something I'm not. Well, you know, they, uh, they, that's the one thing they like to do is they want to label us with, with lots of, of things. You know, when I was a kid, you know, uh, kids jumping around and had a hard time with uh, attention and stuff like that. We said, oh, uh, they're a dreamer. You know, they're always looking up into the, in the windows or, oh, they're just high spirited. But now they're now they're ADHD, you know, so uh, that is that, high spirit. And they want to give you uh, they want to give you a bunch of drugs for it so they can calm you down. Uh, but yep. uh, no, thank yeah. you. No, no. That's another podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, thank, I don't want to be on that one either. Good, good thing I have a podcast that's unfiltered because I talk about all this shit. Me too. And I don't give a flying fuck, you know, but, uh, but anyway, okay. So back to my NDE. So what I realized was because I, I've journaled everything. I'm a writer for you. Good for you. Um, I'm a writer and I'm a storyteller. I'm not, you know, I, I am a nurse. I'll always have that background, but, um, I am now a storyteller and a writer and I'm, I'm sharing my truth because, other people have walked in my shoes, but why do you have to have a near-death experience to wake the fuck up? When you were a nurse, did you wear the scrubs? Were you that nurse? Or did you wear the white uniform with a little hat and the white stockings nurse? I'm going to kill you because I don't know how old you think I am, but I'm not Florence Nightingale. And that oh, didn't man. Work. I was in the hospital when I was really young because I got bit by a dog. And every time I saw the nurses walk by with those with those uh, white stockings, I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Even though I was 10, I, you know. But, I do have uh, to tell you, to this day, I cannot wear white oh, because really? I'm traumatized from those white, hideous, hideous shoes. I, yeah, I can't but wear I didn't white. wear the hat, but I had to wear a white. I had to wear white scrubs and I blocked that out because there's so many horrible memories. Yeah, my but, wife yeah. had to wear white scrubs too. I, 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 I can't wear white because everything that I eat lands on top of me. So you know, I get it. But I was, so it's funny because my 27 years as a nurse, um, I tell everyone it wasn't until I've been saving lives for 27 years and it wasn't until last year that I finally saved myself. You saved your own. But yeah. I was, the, I was like the concierge nurse. I was the nurse you wanted to walk in, start your IV, talk and put a smile on your face. Let's tell some stories. I was an oncology nurse. I pushed chemotherapy, which is one of the reasons why I'm also so sick. I inhaled and my stomach was being full of poison. And this came right from my functional medicine doctor and it makes perfect sense. That's why I, that's what, that's what led to my near death experience along with my breast implants. Another story. 
you know, but he explained about the the toxins and everything that I was in, in my body was filling up with poison. Man, as soon as you said breast implants, both my ears went, what? Oh, yeah. I was a trophy wife. No oh, yeah. shame in my game. Yeah. Boom shakalaka. OK. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. I'm telling you. But yeah. But um, but again, you know, I it was a choice I made, but sure. I got so sick and my breast implants were killing me and poisoning me. And I don't care what anyone says. Breast implant illness is real. Oh, but about the documentation. So I've been documenting my journey for a year, actually four years, four years. I've been documenting my symptoms my journey, my spiritual awakening. I've, it's all documented. So there are days that I go back and I'm like, wait a minute, you've had that feeling the night you met God and Jesus and everyone else, the same feeling I'm able to, to close my eyes and put on a song and instantly shift higher to and I'm levitating again. It's amazing. It's the, vib- it's, the vib- it's the vibration from the, Ooh. yeah. When I, the vibration. Uh, when I do Beautiful. my med- when I do my meditation, I put on what's called, uh, I go on YouTube and I pick, put on binaural beats. And I don't have to have words or in it, just the music. And I put it in the corner of the room. So that yeah. way it vibrates throughout the whole room and encompasses me with that vibration. And within minutes, I'm in mm-hmm. because it's the vibration, because you are made up of vibration. Your soul vibrates. We're just, we don't, we can raise our vibe, our vi- vibrations, but we can't raise them very high. And people don't realize, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to raise them up. So, no, you can't because of the reason being is because you are attached to this meat suit. You Dude, I'm Tinkerbell so on crack half the time. I'm flying yeah. so high on my magical unicorn. That's how high I shift. But you have yeah. to remember, I'm a Reiki master. Yeah. I'm also an archangelic light practitioner. So I know how to connect. You know, I'm not, this isn't my first rodeo, but the, the part about it is that the whole journey I'm, I'm going, I'm, my eyes are so wide open right now. I'm like, I'm like a sponge. Like I'm taking what from you're saying I'm taking from people that really, it's like, oh my God, I love, I love learning more. And the more people I talk to about this, it's like you bring the magic out in each other. Right. It's a beautiful Absolutely. thing. Uh, they, the energy. So, well, the high energy people will, will gravitate towards you because they want to hear this. The low like, negative energy people will just go, oh, she doesn't know what you're talking about. Or, my oh, she, my bitch is toodaloo, motherfuckers. She's a witch or something like stupid like that. Uh, Glenda, please yeah. call me Glenda. Glenda. Yeah, that was your, yeah. Put on that little, put on that little gown, man. And uh, don't forget the white stockings. Oh, oh no, no. They're, be, they're glitter stockings. I'm oh, on a magical man. unicorn with glitter. Glitter, man. Uh, glitter gets everywhere. Oh, Shit yeah. and glitter. Well, that's why when people piss you off, you know how hard glitter is to get out, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I would want to shit glitter uh, or fart glitter. That would be horrible. But uh, yeah, well, oh, I love shitting glitter. I love shitting glitter. Yes. Yeah, shiny, shiny shit. That's awesome. Shiny shit. I'm a shiny shit stirrer, too. Yeah, yeah. I noticed, too, when you were putting your hands up that. Uh, uh, are you sure you're not a munchkin? Because you got like little nubs for fingers. <laughs> just, just say, wow, that was like a half a fuck you. So that was awesome. Yeah. Do you want both? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, because two two of your fingers makes one uh, one regular finger Shut together. Up. Okay. And remember, I'm from Jersey. I'm living oh. in the South now, so I have to behave well, a little bit. Yeah, but on my part, podcast, I don't. What part of New Jersey are you from? Uh, North Plainfield and then Bloomsbury. I was born in Philly, though, so I'm a Philly girl. But uh, I grew I, up in Vegas. Yeah, I I'm, I was born and raised in uh, New Jersey, Southern Jersey. Uh, Where? In a little town called National Park that was right near Woodbury and Cherry Hill and around that area. You know Mount Laurel? 
Yes, I do know. My brother the Coney lives, Palmyra Bridge. My the Coney lives, Palmyra Bridge. My brother lives in Mount Laurel. Oh my God. Synchronicities are amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah, this it's a small world, but it's not. It's not. Divine intervention too. Yeah, yeah. And I but I'm no longer there either. I'm out. I moved to Delaware. I was there for 30 years. Uh, and now I'm over here in Arizona. So oh, oh, how do you deal with those scorpions and ugh. I, I haven't scary. seen one yet, but we do have this uh this little animal here that runs around. It looks like a pig. It's a, it's like a miniature pig. It's called a javelina. Uh, but they're but they're they are different from pigs where they will attack you. Uh, they will run after you. They come in packs and they'll run after you. But we also have coyotes. I've seen one of those as well. Oh shit! Uh, wow. I was actually showing my wife a picture of these javelinas that I just saw, and as I was talking to her, uh, a three-legged a three-legged coyote walked right down our street. I was like, "Hey, look at that!" And she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "Look at that!" I was, like, wow. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I ran over there, going, "Here, boy! Here, boy!" She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's only got three legs. It's not like I can't get away." And I, and I have a gun because everybody down here has a gun. We see those and we hear about tarantulas and rattlesnakes and, and mm. stuff like that and uh, uh, mountain lions. Because when you walk outside my house and you look to the left or in front of you, there's a giant mountain there. It's, it's four, mountain it lions. Up. I don't like mountain lions. Yeah, mm. I know. Well, but hey, uh, out in Jersey, or Delaware, when we left there, we got here. It was 80 degrees when we got here just that one day. But it's been like in the 50s and 60s. Out there, they got 10 inches of snow three weeks after we left. And then another eight inches after that. So. Yeah, I love the Carolinas. I'll love the Carolinas. I'll never, yeah. You know, I've been to the Carolinas. I went down there for bike week in 2006. Marital Beach? Yeah, I was there for a week. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we used to have a house in Sunset. I My kids grew up at Sunset Beach in North Carolina. Yeah, when I, when I went down there for the week, my, my first wife and I That's were- That's a wild there. week. Yeah, we were like, what are we doing living in- the, I was living in Maryland for like a couple of years with her, but- uh, uh, but I'm no longer with her, but uh, yeah, when we were down there, we're like, man, why are we, why are we still living up there? We should come down here, but we never Easy. did. Not supposed to be, but I'm where I am. I'm, I know where I'm supposed to be now. So yeah, Caroline so, is home. Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy it while you can, as as long as it's safe. In my fantasy land, it's safe. Yeah, yeah. So what happened after uh, your your? Uh, what happens next in your story? I, I don't know. It's I have no more fear of the unknown. I'm just Good. watching. You know, I, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. So Good. I co-created. I rewrote the narrative. Well, um, everything that happens in your life happens in your life because it's supposed to. I know they like to call it the law of attraction, but it happens because it's supposed to. It's just the reason it's happening now is because you have been awakened. But I also you, wrote about it. I, I co but yeah, I manifested this. So I, I co-created. You know, because I had such a miserable life for 45 years, I was broken beyond repair. Or so I thought. So you thought I, went, I chose happy. All I cared about was having fun and being happy the rest of my life. And you just hit it right on the spot because you chose it. I chose just because. Very well. Like, Very well. I, well, I give that analogy to people all the time. I tell them, you know, hey, Stacy, if you were an alcoholic and I was your best buddy, I would say, hey, you know, I'll take you away from all this mess. I will take you to classes. I'll I'll keep you away from all the drugs and alcohol. You know, I'll keep you away from the, uh, all the bars and clubs out there and liquor stores, even though, you know, everybody does like a good strip club every now and then. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep you away from all that stuff and I'll help you. But until you choose to stop drinking, Amen. no matter what I say or do, isn't going to make a difference. So you Amen. chose to be happy. Yeah. You could choose to be you could choose to be 
not depressed anymore, but you have to every make minute a of the day you can choose again. That's right. Gabby Bernstein's. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You can choose to make choices that work for you, or you continue to do the things that don't work for you, and you chose differently. Mm-hmm. A love mm-hmm. or fear. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's funny because I've been doing these podcasts now for a couple of months. I truly stepped into my power. I had a I had a um, transcendental moment on New Year's Eve where I saw my grandparents and my dad and everyone. You know, I saw everyone, and it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. And I was told what I'm supposed to do, and I got you know I got more plans of what I'm supposed to do. When you stepped into your power, did you get a, a golden lasso? I actually got a beautiful tiara. Oh, good for you. Cool. I want to see that. <laughs> and a podcast. So yes, I was I was very well gifted. Good for very you. I'm I'm so abundantly blessed. God, yep. God gave me a job a monkey could do. And there's no I, I there's nothing. <laughs> no, oh, let me clarify. I'm just drinking some coffee. I, I like to keep it on me or off of me. Yeah. Let me clarify. The orangutan is extremely smart. Well, at least you're not wearing that goofy little hat and you're not one of the flying no. monkeys with the with the witch. No, but my job, the monkey, the orangutan could do it because and I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is that easy. Like, God, I'm still actively healing. People don't it, understand. And it, you can, know. it can be for all of us if we, you know, if we opened up, if we opened our hearts and opened our minds and allowed this to happen. But as, we, as you know, yeah. everybody else is clouded and not going to happen. But I'm that. still healing. Like, yeah. to me... Every day when I wake up, I ask my God, a God of my own understanding, which is who I tapped into after my near-death experience, which it kind of, people are like, you didn't die. And I'm like, uh, my ego died. Thank you very much. I was given yeah. a second chance. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm do. saying? But the night, you know, the night that everything happened, I mean. You're almost finished, you know. But here, finished Healing. with what? Healing. Oh, I'm as, you, as, you, as you were saying the healing part. So my thoughts are no longer mine. I'm only like 20% me now and everything else is them. A lot of no. stuff that I just talk about is just them. So, uh, and as you were saying uh, about healing, uh, a thought came into my mind as, that said, she's almost done. And I said, she's almost done. And they said, yes, because that's how I get, I get yes and no answers. It feels like blood dripping across my face. Yeah. Oh, and, and I feel that. One answer for no feels like a tear running down my face. Yeah. And then here I get touches from different archangels. It only started out oh. with two and now I'm up to 26 and I know all their names too and who's doing it. Uh, and then I get one. I've only been touched five times on my eyelid. That's from God, but that's something really serious that comes through. So uh, I have to pay attention big time for that, but I'm not going to pay attention to this because I run my life completely on what they tell me. Me too. And that's it. Me too. And so, uh, when they said that, they said your your healing is almost finished. At that point, when it is finished, you'll become the teacher. Well, so the, you say that it's so funny, or what? You'll be a full on teacher at that moment, full on. Well, you know, but I I am all, I'm already teaching, but that's yeah, but the beauty. But I'm still healing. Right? Are you talking have, broader scale? Oh, a big broader scale. And 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 you and I uh, after this program are going to talk about that. And, and and I'm going to tell you why you were awakened. I love it. I'm fascinated. I'm so intrigued. I'm learning so much from you. I'm like a sponge. And they say, you know what Wayne Dyer says, who is my spiritual papa, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. 
Yeah, and when I tell you, um, you better write it down. And when I tell you, um, you better be sitting down. I'm sitting. And when, and when I tell you, literally, you might want to put on a diaper. All right, I have plenty. They call me uh, super depend girl at work. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And energy girl. So I'm super depends girl because I can make depends look sexy. <laughs> awesome. I like that. I like the I like watching the commercials with the old ladies who got the the diapers on and they put them on and they're kind of got the brow on the diaper on. I'm like, hell yeah. Ask man. your wife about C diff. Tell oh. her for eleven days I was in the hospital for C diff. Yeah. And I horrible I, in 2019. I had a, I had a problem as well. Uh, uh, it was coming out of both ends, but what yes. what, it was, what it was for me was uh, because I was on this me- medicine because I'm diabetic. It was called Trulicity, and my yeah. wife my wife seriously thought it was C diff. We actually went to the mm-hmm. hospital so they could check for it, and they found out it wasn't that. It was actually the medicine I was taking. Yeah. 11 days in the hospital because yeah. of that. And then energy girls, what they call me. Cause I love my, my energy is they say it's magical and sparkly and I oh, love it. it and I energy, buddy. You're I love it. Energy. You're tapped. That's because you're tapped in. Tapped in, tuned in, turned on. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham yeah, picks. You keep talking about yourself in those, uh, those diapers and I'm going to be turned on. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, my husband's 13 years younger. I just go younger and younger. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Young. Get out the cradle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much yeah. because I act I'm, like a 12-year-old. So yeah, I'm, like, I'm five years younger than my wife, but she looks a whole hell of a lot younger than I do. So, uh. so my husband's 13 years younger and he's Colombian. So what is he, 16 now? Um, He's 18. Uh, good enough. Yeah, you don't want to. I'll be I'll be fifty five this year, and William? he just turned. Hey, you know what? You know who else is fifty five? Me. Are you really? Yeah. Well, Kenny's Kenny Kenny's forty one. I I love the youngins. And again, this happened to you for a reason. Well, he's my soulmate. He's this- my soulmate. Yeah, we have lots of soulmates. Um, soulmate isn't absolutely someone you're actually going to fall in love with either. That's uh, There's a big, big misconception where the reason you have soulmates, and I was just talking to people about this on another interview that I was on somebody else's show this morning. Soulmate is when you're back home, there are other souls that you are with all the time. And you, because you, yes. this, is, this is your your people, this is your peeps, this is who your, your circle, right? You hang out with those people back at home. Yeah. What happens is you come here and you're both here at the same time and you gravitate towards each other. But it's yeah. not always someone who, who you're going to fall in love with. A soulmate can actually be your best friend or your mom or your dad. Oh, or, I have soul sisters. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have soul sisters. A dog or a cat. It could be soul those brothers. because we're all souls. But everything, <laughs> because everything in this world that ha- that is alive, plants and trees, they Amen. all have souls as well. But, but what people under, need to understand too, uh, when you go back home and you're in, and you're walking around there and you see a cow, the cow's not going to walk up to you and go, oh, I'm pissed off at you because you ate me as a steak. No, they understand the circle of life and uh, they're not. They get it as we all get it. You will get oh it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's much different uh, there than it is here. You will understand a whole heck of a lot more and you'll understand why you had to keep coming back here as well. And I'll oh, I know. get it. I, I, I kick someone's ass over T-bone steak. Yeah, like yeah. I will literally fight someone because I'm all about. Oh my god, I love. Yeah, my wife loves a steak. Man, I love meat. Yeah, I love I love meat too. And uh, 
I, I like a good hamburger uh, or chicken fried steak. I love that. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm done interrupting. Go ahead. I don't even know what we were talking about. I feel like we didn't even talk about NDEs at all. Talking about you, talking about you uh, waking up and you said you have lots of energy and uh, you're, 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 so you're, you're all tapped in now. And so your experience. My experience. I am just sharing this with the world. Um, my, my reason is so people, especially now with the mental health price going on, is to show people that there's no shame in your game. Um, it doesn't matter how far you have fallen. If you connect with a God that you only you understand, don't give a shit what anyone else has to say. A right. God only you understand people would be so much happier. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm talking on podcasts. I wrote a, I was a, I co-author in a multi-author book. Because you know, like I know, if you want to talk to God, you just can. You don't need to go to some building with 30 other people going, Please. praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You don't need to do anything. No. Hi, God. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. I got the big guy on speed dial and I did not find him in a church. I did not right. find him in a building. I found him in nature crying and losing my shit, having a mental breakdown. You don't really need my to awakening. find him at all. Yeah, as far as I know, he's not it lost. It was my awakening. Yeah. yeah and he's just, not lost. It's we are who are lost. It, it, yeah. And I got lost in nature and yeah. I got lost in nature and I've lost so many friends and family, but it's like God took the trash out for me because he, I had so many layers to shed. So now when, when you're one with spirit, then this is my experience. I'm not giving medical advice. This is my, it's my story. Sure. Absolutely. You know, but um, what was I just saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is your, your, this is your story. You, you yeah. said you're not giving medical, but this is what happened. Oh yeah. I mean, this is, this is my, my story. I mean, there's a reason why God has aligned every podcast, every book deal, every magazine cover, every newspaper article, because I meant to share my story and help those who right, deal because, with mental health. Because why is it happening right now all of a sudden? Because, you know, 30, 40, everyone's 30, losing their damn mind, right? 30, 40 years ago, People like us would not are would not been acceptable. People like us, uh, loony bins. Uh, yeah, loony a couple, bins. couple of hundred years ago, we were called witches. You know, so why Absolutely. is it being acceptable now? Because it needs to happen it, right now. It has to. Why? There's a paradigm shift. Why? Because something big is about to happen. That's yeah. why. And then when they come out of that big thing that happens, they need to, they need direction. Only the strong will survive. I believe in right. that. That's why so many people right. are really. Uh, but here's the problem. That is why I'm here now, because I, the only way I can serve God is to share my truth for women that are anxious and depressed and sad and PTSD that have implants, no self-love at all. Right. And that's why I'm still here. So these people that like you're saying, there's a huge crisis going on. People are falling apart. Suicide. People are not taking themselves out, and I've walked in those shoes. And what I talked about earlier that we didn't talk about on camera, but we're talking about, I'm going to give a little snippet now. This is why I told you, you need to go out and get what you need to get to prepare yourself and to keep yourself here because it is detrimental that you be here. Now, it is. as we just talked about, as you just said, uh, the higher energy people are going to be here, meaning... Because what they tell me is in order for the world to move forward, there needs to be less of us. And there's only one way that less of us happens. 
they all die. Mm -hmm. So in order for you to be here, you have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, my angels, my I've got my guides. Remember, I'm going down the fun, crazy woo-woo path. <laughs> so, hi, Daniel. I need help. I fell off path. Can I? Oh, you're help? you're you're okay. You're okay. You're get you're getting it. I'm getting you're it. You're getting it. But I'm having fun with it because yeah, good. I was in misery all my life, and now this is my second chance. This is my do-over, and I'm making it the best fucking story I could ever write. And I'm being a goldfish. Do you know what that is? Do you watch cool Ted Lasso? It would be cool if you did your do-over and you were like five inches taller. Oh, my God. Shut up with the height. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my whole wall is a vision board of Stacy. Good for because you. Because I spent all this time on self-love and learning how to love myself. So yeah. my, my vision Good. board is a mirror back to myself. And, you know, my journey, even if the world ends tomorrow, you know what? I end, I end it with being the best person I could have been today. Well, it won't be tomorrow, but I knew exactly. I do know exactly when. We'll talk I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. No, yeah. no. Don't worry. You're not going to be here for it. <laughs> I don't want. See, to me, it's the unknown. I don't. I don't plan. I don't organize. That's what. Uh, again, that's what the uh, my show is basically about too, as well. Beyond the veil, because with the veil there, when you wake up every day, you're walking into the unknown every day. Everyone is. They just Everyone. don't understand it because you, take, and you choose. Yeah, you choose where you're going to go and you have all these things in front of you and you make plans to do things. But as we know, even though we make plans for everything, our day always doesn't turn out the way we thought it was going to. And you come home and you go, oh, I can't believe I, I, bought, I met, met this person. I met that person. Come on. And it's, it didn't turn out the way I thought it was. Well, because well, expect the unexpected. Yeah, it's just well, yeah. I can't. But again, if I'm writing my, if I'm rewriting the the narrative, and I'm staying on path with, if I stay on purpose, as long as I stay aligned with Source, my God, I'm staying on purpose. So I get to choose in every moment if I'm going to choose love or fear. I'm only choosing love right now. So it's like when I write my story, there's no like I I don't watch the news. I'm barely on social media. I live in a bubble because I'm still healing. I have no choice. My life is depending on me healing. I have yeah, a lot of trauma. I have a lot, a lot. of news in uh, three and a half years. I don't want I can't. No. And people are like, well, you live in a bubble. I'm damn no. straight. Get the fuck yeah. out of it. I, I I live outside of your bubble because your bubble is is is, is uh, uh, fear determined so they can keep you under fear and, and keep you under control. I don't live in that. Who keeps me in control? There ain't no, no person on earth that can right. control and they me. Want it, they, they want, if you live inside that inside that fear bubble, you will, but we don't. Love, 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 love. I'm on my, I'm on, I'm on my love bubble. Yeah, you're in your love trip. Mm. It's a, Do you watch it's Ted Lasso? A, it's a, it's a, it's a journey that you'll, will continue to stay on. It's a beautiful a journey. Trip. Do you watch Ted Lasso? Who? Ted Lasso. Uh, no, I, I don't watch any videos, nor do I read any books. All the information that I talk about and all, everything that I know comes from the archangels. Comes everything. from channel. Well, yeah. he we I'll watched channel. this show. He saved my life because I was starting to go through some flashbacks with my trauma therapy. And his his advice was be a goldfish. Why do you want to be a goldfish? The goldfish is the happiest animal on the planet. This was not fact checked. This is Ted Lasso. Yep. And he yeah, said the reason uh, is they, let it go. Yeah. They don't worry about when they're going to die because they let have no idea. They just live. Let it go. Live in the moment and let it go. And, and every 10 seconds, 
choose again, let it go, let it go. And that's how I, that's how I live. Your dog and cat just lives. Why don't we live that way? Because the reason is, is because the world wants you to be in fear of your death. And because they want you to be in fear of your death, you'll always go back to them for support. Because support is is money, power, and control. But yeah, yeah, that's my favorite three three words. Let it go, man. Let it go. Well, that's why I'm called the ice queen. Like Elsa, I know how to let it go. Uh, I've had a, a tendency to go out with a lot of cold bitches, but I get it. Very much so. I've been called much worse. The ice queen, but God melted my heart. Right. And, uh, and, and now he's, he's helped you. Oh God, I would not be here. I owe everything. I owe everything to God. If it wasn't for God, I would be living a half lived life. Yeah. God. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Uh, Bible religion. No. Fuck. No, I'm divine consciousness. Yes. So when you had this experience, when you left and but still tethered, what so who did you see? Who did you talk to? Um, I talked to Jesus. Who was there? Okay, so who was there were a couple of my oncology patients that have passed away that I realized are my spirit guides. Um I met um I met a few guardian angels, I believe it was Raphael and Michael, but the yes. most vivid part was I met, yes. yeah, I met Wayne Dyer, who is my spiritual papa. Um, I also met an oncology patient of mine who passed away, who was one of my favorite patients. And then I met another girl who passed away, who is a complete stranger, who is also one of my spirit guides. So I met a bunch of my spirit guides. Now, let me ask you this. When you saw all them and you met all them, yeah. did any of them tell you or tell you any different that we are all the same? Yes, I was told we are all one. Yes, because um, we, none of, no one is better than anyone else. No, you will one see big universe. Angels. Yeah, you will see spirit, you'll see archangels, and they're all commiserating with each other, talking to each other as though no one is like, oh, well, we can't talk to him because he's no judgment. Yeah, none. None. The most beautiful people, but the the most now most for some reason, I don't know why this was the most vivid and maybe you can explain. I will. So (laughs) my one patient took my no, not the one patient, the girl that I said. And how ironic is this? A year before I got sick, I dedicated a post to her and she had already passed away. And I said, if I ever get sick, I want to be just like you. She died of breast cancer and I was an oncology nurse. So she grabbed my hand and I saw her like I saw her like I could I could paint a picture right now, right in front of you. And then I knew a man grabbed my hand. But now looking back, that man was Wayne Dyer who is the father of motivational speaking, who last year, I couldn't tell you who the hell he was, hands of God. I can't lie about anything. And I don't know about you, this new realm, yeah, I no. speak my truth. Yes. And this is this is what I know. I don't yes. know anything else. I can't lie. I, I, right. I can't. I just can't. Because that's all. Because when you're when you're awakened to that. Yeah, you can't you can't go back. You can't. You can't. Right. So I'm speaking my truth with such conviction. I only found out a couple months later that it was Wayne Dyer after a couple more episodes happened. And the reason that happened to you in that way is because um, 
so I'm able to see both both places. I'm able to see the ones like I was watching them last night. A gazillions. I'm just standing around getting ready to cross over, and I cross them over because I'll tell I that for that. you. Also, and then uh, I'm also able to see in heaven whenever I want to because of yeah. uh, some, something else that's going on with me that no one else has. So uh, and uh, so uh, the reason being heaven is not 3000 miles in the sky. Heaven is right next to us. Not everybody can see it. And there's a reason right for in that. front if of you, us. If you could see it, it'd be like a glass wall and you could see all your people that, you know, and you'd be banging on that glass wall trying to get their attention because you're not meant to be there yet. And they are. And so you can't be there and be here at the same time. But if that, you see that glass wall and you're banging on that wall, you'd be trying to get their attention. What would you not be doing? You would not be living the life that you're supposed to be living here because you're too busy trying to get a hold of them. So mm-hmm. but with that meaning, it's a glass wall to us, but not to them. So the woman that you wrote the post to was standing right there when you wrote it. So she knew. And then when they know pre ahead of time that you're going to have this experience and they say, hey, she's about to have this experience. Come on over here. And uh, you need to talk to her. She's with me now. Her name is Rachel. All and that's my, and that's my middle away. name. When you get yeah. in a car and you drive from uh, uh, the Carolinas and if you go over, if you went to Florida and it was like eight hours away and then you came back, it took you eight hours to get there and eight hours to get back. And she was right there with you and never moved because no yeah. day, no time and space. So, yeah, she's right with you all the time. Yeah. Well, I have a lot more. Yeah. I have a lot more. Oh, yeah. Wait. Well, well, you have a lot more. And when we get the, done this conversation, I'm going to tell you the higher ups who are with you. I'm going to write them down because that'll, we'll to. see how good you are. You need to. Because I already know, but I'm going to be interested to see. You need to. Because I'm because uh, I'm uh, going to tell you a couple names that you don't realize who is with you. And uh, one of those names. Who is so I so I have uh, archangels with me again. How many? All of them. So uh, and how many are there? Uh, gazillions. And uh, but I know the names of uh, 26 of them now. And uh, but the thing about that is. Most of them, it's not about having the names. It's just about having the relationship with them and their relationship Amen. with you. And uh, and but what that's ab- about is basically, you know, just being in tune all the time. So no matter when I get a yes answer, no matter who's giving me the yes answer, it's still just yes. As, a, as, a, as the same way when I get a no answer, it's still just no. It's a collective no and a collective yes all the time. But I'm just I have the names because. They just talked to me. So see, uh, mine are numbers still. That's how yeah. I know who's talking to me. I'm still using numerology, and that's how I know where I'll see their name in print at the exact right moment. And that's how I know those numbers are actually associated with them. But what's going to happen now is after this program, when I tell you who it is, you're going to know the number, and then you're going to have the name connected to it too. And now you need to start talk, talking to them by name because you need to let go of the numerology. Because numerology was created by man and not by spirit. That's all. Oh, no, no. I, I created my own. I assigned yeah. my own numbers. Well, you're not going to do that anymore when I get done with you. <laughs> Boom shakalaka to that. So when you see all those, when you see all those people and they're talking to you, who was it a collective uh was it a collective thought that was coming into you being told, or was there specifically one who was giving you 
God was speaking to me. Yeah. God, God was speaking to me. And what I realize now is because I know, I know God's voice and I know when it's God and God usually doesn't. It's only when I'm really like at rock bottom. Right. And I say, I'm done. Please let me surrender more. God come in, come on in. Cause there are times when I go dark, I go, Oh, dark 30 dark. Sure. And God is the only, even my husband, who's amazing. He's, you know, he is, he has not left my side once in seven years. You know, he doesn't get it. He can't help me. I have to, I have to hit rock bottom. And then I call out to God and he talks to me in a certain way. And I actually write the time for that is over. Well, I write paragraphs. Well, no, yeah, that's that. I, I mean, when you become the teacher, there's no more, yeah. rock bottom, there's no more rock bottom for you. When but I learned, but but I don't mind the bad days though because that's what oh, yeah, I learned well, most. They, they know we're always going to have bad days because it's yeah. not so much that we're going rock bottom. It's just you have a, a a thing that you have in common with me. You're human. True, and I'm hard on myself. I'm my. I'm, I know it's. I'm the my own worst enemy. Yes, I was just about to say we are our own worst enemies. Yeah. I'm the queen of self sabotage, yeah. but I get it. But, but know, I'm a work in progress because we 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 hold ourselves to a higher standard now because we, because Terrible. we talk because we talk to a higher standard of being as well. Talk so, to the angels. Right. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a black crow song every day. So uh, yeah, you are you are when you are talking to those, we we have we know we have to be more of a person. Because we are helping to lift up other people who are way Amen. down there. And we hold ourselves into a higher standard of that. And when we have a bad day, we think, oh, no, this is, is this going to go away? Or, or am I having, sure. and it's not. It's, it's, I'm to tell you, it's never going away. Yeah. It's never going away for you. We do have lows because you live in this physical world, because you have these low negative energies around you all the time. Too many. But that doesn't mean it's going to change you. It's going to, the only thing you are going to do is continue to move up the ladder. That's Amen. it. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know where God bless you came from? Well, I know your heart stops. Yeah, I had nothing to do. This was Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson with part one of But Did You Die? Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss part two. For more information about Stacy, visit her website at www.happyhealthyhealingreiki.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.